What's up, everyone? Welcome to the J-Jazz Show, episode three, right? What's going on, everyone? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? Not much. Let me uh, jump on real quick. Oh, another day. What did you eat today, bro? Today, hmm, I made some... Red kidney beans with some sofrito, and um, I made provisions. Provisions are like root vegetables um, and plantains and sweet plantains, sweet potatoes, things like that. Boiled them and I ate it like that. Just something simple with a little spinach cucumber salad. How about mm. that? A little bit, a little That's bit of greens great. in there. A little bit of greens in there. All vegetarian. Yeah, I was about All to say. Yeah. yeah, I was trying, trying to eat clean, but I've been drinking so much, my stomach is like, it's like coming back, man. I've been working so hard on the summer pot, you know. Well, how's that coming along? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the camera doesn't do it justice. Well, you know? my summer, my summer pot is coming from this. 
you know the you know the moment like you stop smoking cigarettes, you gain uh-huh. like you gain weight, man. Yeah. I think it's because the food tastes better and you have the oral fixation issues. Oh, so man. You wanna, yeah, you you want to eat don't eat on something. Yeah, it's uh pretty bad, bro. Yeah, it's only good when girls have oral fixation issues. Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. What was your day like today? What'd you get into? Uh, like last year, um, I have this big Dodge truck. Let me see. I think I, I used to use it to tow trailers and stuff. It's big. It's a diesel oh, dually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that Hangul. What is it? Cop- oh wait, those yeah, are the tires, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's right. So uh, you know. One day I got a phone call and they said that somebody rear-ended the car and just f- fucked up my truck a little bit. It wasn't as bad uh, as that car, but he went yeah. right into the rear axle. Wait a minute, were you parked? It was parked. It's this somebody lady, hit you while you were parked? This lady, there's a stop sign like right next to it. And he just went straight into this thing, like just fucked it up. Or I was oh, actually, sure. it was a she, it was a she. It's a big fucking fiasco. Look at look at this shit. Hang on, let me see if I can zoom in here. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. My my truck was just parked, just an innocent bystander. Anyway, the insurance gave me like nine hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I got to take this thing to the body shop. But with you know all the things going on, plus I was going to Columbia what once a month. Um, I was unable to really get it started and towed or moved to go get it fixed. Um, so today I just wanted to get it running and drive it around to see how fucked up it is. So I worked on the truck. I, the batteries were dead. So I had to go and get new batteries. I did a little maintenance, a little oil change, uh, just checking the air filter, cleaning it out, just getting it to run. And geez, the thing was messed up. Uh, like the steering wheel was like completely like this. The Ram was looking like this, you know, <laughs> I've been into my own. My, my 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 shares of accidents and car yeah. taps you know i know all about that it's just a freaking headache you know i think it's better when the accidents happen when you're not in the car you know that's true you were parked though that sucks you know you know, let me tell you real quick i had got an accident uh about two years ago i told my i told my car and uh, they gave me a rental so i had it parked in my old neighborhood in brooklyn in east new york like right on jamaica avenue uh, in front of the cemetery anyway I park my car there. I go back in the morning. And my car is gone. There's glass all over the freaking floor. Somebody hit it, but not only did they hit it, they stole all the tires because it was a 2020. Uh, what did they give me? A Camry, Toyota Camry SE. It only had like 200 miles on it. <laughs> okay, the thing got hit, and they took all the tires, and they left it on like sandbags. Ugh. Jeez. What the crap is that? Hey, Who the baby. hell? Still, who steals? Who still steals tires and wheels? Who does that? Are people still doing that? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Please hey, uh, like, share, follow us, comment. Trying to get more viewers. Yeah, man. You know, just uh, keeping it moving, keeping it pushing. So where are we at? Episode three, huh? Episode yeah. three. Let me look. Oh, oh you, got the, you got the Black Panther going on today. Bro, I got the I got the camo shirt on. I put yeah. my gold out. You know what I mean? I got I try to keep it traditional with the because we're talking about interracial dating, right? Mm-hmm. So I was wanted to kind of rep for my race, and I had the fan. I had the perfect fan in my top of my head, but 
I have low ceilings where I live, and I just forgot it was up there. This adds like four inches, you know? Only if it was that easy to add four inches, right? But it was right there, and I just rocked my head onto it, and it just got all messed up on this side. It's just, and eh, whatever. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Interracial dating, huh? How about yeah. that? What was the last time you dated an Asian girl, first off? Let's start with the history. Well, I've only dated one Asian girl for life. She was a Filipino girl. Uh, she lived out in North Carolina, but she used to visit New York all the time. And, um, you know, I used to go down there, but she lived on dorm. She was in college. She went to an all-girls dorm and uh, all-girls college. Anyway, so she used to sneak sneak me in. <laughs> I couldn't go outside. <laughs> I couldn't be seen by nobody, you know? And, like, she... It was, it was, she was a cool girl, you know, but it just wasn't a time for some, nothing serious. But yeah, that was the only, and that had to be early 2000s, early 2000s. And that was like the only um, Asian girl I ever dated. What's going on, Chad? Welcome to the program. I can't, yeah, I can't even remember the last time I dated an Asian girl. I remember taking a girl out once and things kind of happened, but I can't even remember the last time I like seriously dated an Asian girl. Like for as far as I can remember, like even when I was a kid, I was never really that. I was married to an Asian girl once, but I was never really attracted that much full on to an Asian girl. Other than that, you know, like mm -hmm. when I grew up, you're probably the, in the same situation as me is when, when I grew up, I kind of gravitated towards black people. You know, when I watch TV, I like watch black shows because I didn't have anything in common with white people. And also, and there weren't Asian shows, right? There were no Asian shows. There yeah, were no there were Hispanic no shows. shows. So it was either white shows or black shows. Right. So, you know, I just gravitated towards black shows because, like, white shows, everything, everything seemed almost perfect. And black shows felt more like how my shit was, you know, all well, fucked up. Well, th th this is the thing. That's why I, I used to love marrying with children. Because mm -hmm. it was always fucked up. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a white show that was fucked up. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I can watch this. I used to watch Man with Children. I used to watch a little bit of Roseanne. And then Martin. When Martin came on the scene. Oh, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. Martin was good. Um, what are the Fresh Prince? Um, right. Just a lot of. I, I just felt like black shows were. Something that I just so, you, so, you, so you didn't you didn't watch like Full House or you know Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch, oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, right? A little bit. I think it's because you know, but I couldn't watch like real serious shows like Dallas and you know stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't watch that either. Yeah, like I'd rather watch yeah. cartoons or something like that. But uh, what about your first interracial girl experience? Well. The first time I ever kissed a girl, I was in second grade. I still remember this girl's name. Her name is Maria. I don't know where her family was from. You know, uh, I went to, I lived, I grew up in a neighborhood that was like, it was pretty mixed. Um, but I, I, I don't know what, what part of uh, South America or, you know, Caribbean she was from. But she was a Spanish girl. She spoke Spanish, Maria. And then we used to like, you know, 
uh, hold hands and kiss watching Little oh. Mermaid <laughs> in the auditorium. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so that was like my first uh, experience. I got a young childhood experience, but my first girlfriend, I would say it was like my junior high school or my freshman year in high school. Uh, she was a Jamaican Puerto Rican girl. She was mixed 50 50. 50 50. Oh, there you go. Oh, beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Oh, man. Beautiful girl. She wanted to like, you know, we used to cut cut class and cut school and then we used to go to my house and then we used to like dry hump on the on the couch real hard until it hurt. In junior high? I wasn't no my senior year either my senior year in junior high or my freshman year in, in high school. Okay. So yeah. And then and then like, you know, we're both virgins. And then that it came to a point like she was like, she wanted to want to do like she wasn't ready to do it, right? I was so scared. <laughs> I could never do it. I was so scared, you know. I was so scared. I don't know what it was. I didn't know if it was just uh, scared of getting a pregnant, scared of having sex, you know. A lot of guys jump on it, you know, but I was kind of shook. It's kind of whack, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of um, whack. My, mine was uh, fourth grade. Fourth mm -hmm. grade, it was like a dance. And I was like super nervous, but you know, I just wanted to like this girl was dancing. She was Hispanic. Um, her name was Anna, and she just—I don't know why. I don't even know why I did it. I just went up to her and I just asked her to dance. I remember my friends were all like, "Ooh," and we danced and we had a good time. And a few weeks later, you know, there was like this hill at, at the school, and like people would watch all these kids go up there like to kiss. So I took her up that hill, and, and <laughs> the whole the whole school watched this kids during a break. Mm. Man, and that was it. Like I, I never really got into Asian girls that much until probably high school. Mm. Did you lose your virginity to a Korean girl or Asian girl? An uh, Asian woman, yeah. I was oh, like sixteen years old. She was uh, like twenty three. She just took it from me. For 16 and she was 23 yeah she just took it from me like i grew up in like a you know you, you kind of know my background but i grew up kind of like it was a it was a certain era in la and uh we had a big mansion and we partied there all the time and she was like i was she pretty much decided that she's going to take my virginity but the key thing that she told me was like don't don't be scared and so, and so all my friends were older you know and they were like if you like one thing on a girl, like you like her butt, you like her leg, you like her hand, just try and fuck her. <laughs> if you like her hands, anything, anything it. you can pick. She was like, he, they, basically what they were saying was, because when you're younger, don't, don't be so picky, you know? Yeah, yeah. Don't be so picky, otherwise you're going to regret it later. Yeah, I was see. I was always looking for like Mrs. Right. I was like always a relationship guy, right. right? So I lost my virginity. I think I was seventeen or eighteen, and um, it was um, so a girl was a year older than me. And she was a virgin too. I met her. I met her in church. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I met her in church, and then her her uncle was like a, a huge pastor, somebody big in the church. So you know, we only saw it dated for like six months, but it felt like forever. You know, so we had to break up because we were having sex and things like that, and that went against the church. And you know, 
out of marriage and all that. But she was a she was from Tobago, actually. The only person from Tobago that I know, because everybody's from Trinidad, right? And um, she's the only woman that I met from Tobago from then till now. I don't know anybody from Tobago, everybody's from Trinidad. And that's what I lost my virginity to her. But you know, I, I cried when she when she left me. I remember when we broke up. We were in the freaking subway. We were at the train station. The, I gave the longest hug, and I was fucking crying. Oh my gosh, crying. Is that who hurt you? Who hurt you? It was her, huh? I mean, <laughs> it was her. Who hurt you? I mean, the, the list goes on and on. You know, I, I'm. You know. I don't have the greatest uh, experiences with relationships, but I always kind of try to get, get into relationships. As of late though, not really so much, but you know, when I was younger, I was always try I was always trying to be the good guy and do the right thing. And, you know, all I got was hurt, bro. You know, now, you know. How, how are you doing now? Welcome, London. Hello. It's just about to, oh, you're drinking a Modelo out of the bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a little fancy on you guys today. Are yeah. you drinking, Lenny? What are you drinking tonight? And I have two drinks. I have my ratchet drink and my classy drink. Well, we're not, we're not being classy tonight. Red so. wine, some Tito's. Okay, we'll do Glass Tito's. Wine. I'll start with beer. Cheers, everyone. Come back. Cheers. Oh, cheers, 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 cheers. So London, we're talking about interracial dating. What was your first experience like? Tell us all about it. Oh, me? Yeah. Well, I was like one of those kids that couldn't like date or anything. So I didn't do anything really. And then like I had to get a job when I was 16. Like my parents, like you got to work. So I worked at this bookstore and it was in a plaza with like a subway. And there was this Filipino dude that worked at the subway and I had like a crush on him. Mm. And then I asked my parents, like, yo, like, you know, can I hang out with this dude? His parents are super Christian. And as long as they were super Christian, my mom was like, all right, but I got to meet the parents, blah, blah, blah. So that was like my first ever experience with anybody. Happened to be a Filipino guy. <laughs> did he, did he, did he, did you have sex with him or? Oh, no, 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 no. It was just like a real innocent thing. Kind of, he was really like, I was much more innocent than him, though. I did do a lot of first stuff with him, but we didn't have sex. Do you guys feel like? Do you guys feel like you know when you're dating someone for the first time, like outside your race? Do you feel like some kind of responsibility to represent your race or your people, <laughs> like at all? I don't. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel responsible, but I have some dudes that. I feel like I like that. Like, I don't like it. Like, I've dated a couple Asian dudes and I've had sex with Asian dudes. And while we're having sex, one dude's like, like this Asian dick. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I thought I was the only one that said that. Jeez. I don't like that shit. <laughs> never never going to be able to say that anymore. Yeah, I'm like, uh, just a dick, you know, you happen to be Asian, but. You don't like this yellow Korean killer? Yeah, I see shit like that. I'm like, <laughs> nah. Yeah, but I think, you know, that, that's one of the places I feel like I have to represent for my race. In the bedroom? You know? Yeah, of course, because we have such a, you know, stigma attached to us. Asian men, you know, we're not really known to be, uh, you know, killers in the bed. You know, that's not something that's out there in the media and, you know, 
So I feel like, you know, I got to do it, you know? But you're not like role playing, are you? Not like. No, no, I'm not. Like, yeah, I just, I just, I just feel like I have to do it. Like it's like you know, like I gotta go all out. Like it's yeah. my last and only time. Every time. <laughs> you know, on the dating totem pole, Asian men are like the least desirable. Let's just put it out there. Same with black women. That's why. Right. We same with black women. That's mm-hmm. why we get along. We kind of have the same struggle as far as dating goes, like normally. But. I use it to my advantage because the common misconception is that Asian men are kind of effeminate and they don't really act like men. They're kind of shy. And I just go out there, out there, balls to the wall, just being a man. Balls, just trust, balls to the balls wall. To the wall. <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck what I say. And it's kind of work. The same thing with Ninja. He, he has his own style. I have my own style, but it's definitely not towards effeminate. Yeah, no, 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 no. Have you ever had girls straight up just be like, um, they Asian dudes? Oh, yeah. I have what, that. Yeah. How oh, do you yeah. that? Like, what are you like, fuck, like, that's fucked up. No. no, you just gotta find a way to kind of turn it around. Sometimes I just change the subject real quick. I talk about something she's wearing. I don't, I just, the best way to like counter that is just not to care about it and just move along. Like, best thing about, you know, attraction and during dating or for when you first meet someone is not to care about what they say, especially if they're trying to troll you. It's just to go ahead and, and say what's on your mind and just roll right past it, you know? What, a, think, what, a, what, a, what about your families, right? Because that's a big thing. It's one thing you have a dating preference or you like to date, you know, whoever, but your families might not feel a certain way. It might feel a certain way about it. You know, I'm pretty sure that's the conversation that comes up, you know, at, at homes and things like that. So, you know, have you ever experienced anything like that, London? Definitely. <laughs> like, my last uh, relationship was with a Korean dude. And I was, like, super nervous going to his house the first time because he told me straight up, like, my parents are racist. <laughs> like, they don't. He's like, the first time my parents came to America, like my mom freaked out cause she stepped off the plane. And I guess back then they like greeted people at the plane. And I guess the the flight attendant was like a black lady. And she said the black lady shook her hand and she like freaked out and was like, oh, don't touch me. Like crazy stuff. So, and like I met her and then like, they were mad racist towards me. Like eventually it, they softened up towards me, but definitely have experienced that. Like, you know, that she just like talk about me like straight in front of my face and shit like that. And, not disrespectful, but I've always been raised, you know, respect your elders. So even though she's like super wrong, <laughs> I just always was like chill and like him and his brother would always, you know, be like correct her and shit, like call her out. So, you know, at least they like stood up for me and shit. But what do you think your ratio is, London? Like, how many black guys have you had sex with, and how many outside of your race guys have you? Fucked. You want me to do math right now? Shit. Just real quick, is a rough estimate. Uh, I would say like 50 50. Okay, well, that's pretty fair. Mine yeah, is probably mine about 50 50. Yeah. It's probably like 95% outside of my race. Damn. I will say in the recent years, though, I haven't really dated any black dudes. Like, actually, since I've been to Cali. So that's 11 years. I haven't. 
No, just one, one. I have one black dude, but I don't know something about the dudes out here. I, I find actually black dudes don't really try to talk to me like that. So Jeez, we're gonna welcome another guest. Hey Shaolin, how's it going, brother? What up, what up? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, what up, Shaolin? What's good? What's good? Chilling, man. How y'all doing? Yeah, we're just uh waiting for you to tell us about uh an interracial relation interracial relationship story. Which uh any, anything specific like age bracket or i mean what's your view what's your opinion tell us something um, that relates I, I to that i think it's beautiful you know i mean especially with a lot of stuff that's going on I, I think it's cool that people can come together and share cultures and you know really you know creating a new uh i guess like generation of evolution in general you know uh i think it's it's i think it's a great thing i, I loved it i've always uh you know let's just say not trying to throw out numbers out there, but let's just say out of 10 women, nine would be minority based. You know what I mean? Like it's not, and especially someone that's not Asian. Like, I, I mean, I heard you guys talk about when you lost your virginity, I lost mine to an Asian woman, but the last time I dated an Asian girl was 2001. So that just shows you my age too. That's been a minute. You know what I mean? Long 2001, time. 19 years ago. Right? Jeez. I just look good because I'm Asian. See, I'll embrace that stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> Or black don't crack, bro. Right, right. Well, what's funny, it's funny you say that. The first time, uh, like, I had a real relationship was with a black woman. And, like, the first time I actually got turned on a black woman was Whitney Houston, pre-crack Whitney Houston, by the way. You know, when she, was all, you know, when she had, like, the purple hair and stuff like that. So, you know. Mine, mine was Lisa Bonet. Hey, Lisa's bad. Her daughter's bad, too. Yeah. She's bad. But I feel like I'm too old to be thinking like that, you know, because I don't watch Lisa Bonet growing up. Dude, a, you, world, a different world. She was great, you know. Um, I don't know. I used to like, like Spanish station uh, female hosts. I used to watch the, uh, the Spanish news and, uh, you know, Telemundo. And then they had these game shows and all these hot, Latin women just come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't really know their names, but you know, you, that kind of brought me to the light as a young kid. <laughs> what jersey is this, Ninja? Oh, I can't make it up. You got to go a little closer. What jersey would this be? Columbia, I'm, bro. Oh, hey. is, it? is it? Columbia. I, was, I, was thinking, I like the colors, you know, this is what Mets colors, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the, the away jersey. And yeah, I have, a, I have a big thing for Latin women. Obviously. Question. What's up? So, you know, speaking about interracial relationships and, you know, each one of us have our own specific story. And this is a question that comes up pretty often. Have you ever experienced when you dated a woman of, you know, a different ethnic background and had their family kind of disrespect you and not you know, welcome you because of your background? Hmm. Yeah, we were we we're just kind of we, we we touched on that briefly, you know. Yeah. So with my experiences, I've never, um, you know, I think black and brown people are more welcoming. I guess um, maybe it's a different dynamic because I'm, you know, Korean, I'm Asian. So if I was like maybe a white guy, it might be different, right? Yeah. But but for me, I never really um, experienced anything, you know. No, I, I don't, I, no racism, anything like that. But yeah. I, for me, the my opinion is, it depends where you live. 
if yeah. you live in a city like New York or LA, like where we are, it doesn't really matter because it's already assimilated and yeah. they don't really look down. Like a parent's not going to look down as at an Asian person and say, that's a bad choice for you. Yeah. You know? He's probably smart. He probably makes a good living to be able to take care of you. But then if you go into like a rural area, then I think things are a lot more different. Yeah, I agree. Especially like Midwest area. Yeah. So I dated a girl for two years. Um, I met her mom and um, her mom really loved me once she met me. She hated me before she met me, but she really loved me once she met me. But And I met her brother, but I never met the father. I don't think the father really liked me that much. Or maybe the father just didn't like her dating anyone, you know? Is the white girl? Whitney. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That is... Mm -hmm. I know her. That is pretty, pretty Midwest, <laughs> you know, yeah. corn-fed white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her name is Whitney. Yeah. She was five foot ten, legs wow. for days. Real oh, nice girl, but yeah, she just was depressed um, because she lived out here and her family was in the Midwest, so she just got depressed and went home for a little bit. I got a story on the flip side, like my. Let's hear it. So like my family, like um, both my parents are deceased. So like my parents aren't really that much of a factor, but I have like uh, two sisters and a brother and my older sister recently got married and she got married to a white dude. And my brother is like not having it at all. He basically like, they don't even talk anymore. Like oh, he's wow. like, I can't believe that you like married a colonizer. You let this white man like willingly penetrate you. Cause like, you know, the history white and black and my brother's very like pro-black like super like i mean he's dated outside his race before too and, and stuff um but like he's very like if, if you're gonna date interracial he would he would like it not be a white dude so <laughs> what if you dated a white cop oh <laughs> end of story no I feel like I personally, like out of all the women I dated, I've probably had the worst experience with a white woman, you know, with a lot of microaggression from the family. And you can just kind of tell like, just like the looks that they give you and certain things that certain comments that come off as very, you know, condescending, like they're like better than us and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know if I, can I cuss on the show? Oh, you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> My bad, just make it sure. <laughs> I had some shows where other producers were like, oh man, we're gonna have to bleep that shit out later, damn it. <laughs> But yeah, I've I've had I've had those experiences, uh, you know, when I dated white women and stuff like that. But a lot of the other weird uh, things that are being said by like parents with me, like relationships, I've had some like you know, some some of them were black, some of them were white. They're like, you talk like that? I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to? What the fuck am I supposed to talk like? You know what I mean? Like, hello, how are you? Am I supposed to be like that? Like, no, nah. like, yeah, yeah. say stuff like that, and like, oh, you don't sound Asian, you know, like, it's kind of like the same thing, like, you know, with the stereotype with black, with black people, like, why do you sound like that, Steve? You know, because I'm growing up like this, but he's a black guy, you know what I mean? I mean, so those kind of things I've dealt with and stuff like that. I've heard people say I'm too urban. How does that supposed to mean? Yeah, I want to bring this back. I want to bring this back, and I want to do this. I want to do this, and I want to bring you this. Oh, who's that? Oh, guy? yeah. He loves the Latinas. What was that? Uh, <laughs> He loves the Latinas. Are you kidding me? I think they love me more. <laughs> I offer so much more, you know? Yeah, yeah. It don't stop. Don't stop the body rock, you know? Yep. 
It's half. Yo, wait a minute. We're halftime. You know what time? You know what that's time to drink. See, you guys aren't even prepared. You guys are new. Well, London's not new to the show. Shaolin is new to the show. Okay, you got to get the swirl going, right? You got to get the tornado going if you know how to do it. I I can't even hear. I can't even. All right. Okay. Oh, look! Look at you with your shot glass. Look, I'm just gonna take it to the head. Okay. I'm just half time, yo. Half time. Are you an animal or what? (laughs) Cheers, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Please like, share, follow. We're talking interracial relationships, dating. We have a fun story though about my sister's husband. So. First time we kind of hazed him. So like the first time I met him was like uh went home for Thanksgiving. And so like he's super like white, kind of like farce gumpy, like just dumb a little bit. And so like me and my sisters, we all got a really like weird sense of humor. So we just were like, you know, basically telling him that like there's a tradition for like black people on Thanksgiving. We do a turkey dance competition before we eat dinner. So we all came out and we're just like and like made him do this dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna clip that. We're gonna clip that so good. <laughs> wow. That's really kind of funny though. That's gonna go down. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna take that clip right there, right? <laughs> and we're gonna just loop it. It's gonna become like one of those gifs. <laughs> Let's do it. Everyone do it. Everyone do it. <laughs> He did it too, though. That shit was hella funny. He's like, oh, Oh, that's fucking funny. (laughs) Oh, God, this coach is hitting me. It's time to have another. It's Wednesday night, midweek, hump day. I I figured this was a good topic because, you know, everything right now is so race related. You know what I mean? And know we're bombarded with what how race separates us but we don't really see and rarely do we even see how it unites us you know like um you know if you go into the history of asia and africa we have a very very rich history you know what i mean and we're trading on sharing knowledge science mathematics all of that right so you know there are great things that bind us together you know, and you know, I wanted to kind of focus on that. Me and Jay we want to we want to focus on that a little bit and bring uh, that kind of light out here because you know, you look everywhere and you just see nothing but injustice and and you know they're they're trying to race bait us into to some type of mindset, you know, and trying to push that kind of agenda. And you know, look, you see you see what I got in the back over here. I don't know which other side, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You see this side, right? You know, even even the Buddha, if you look at the Buddha, right? Even the Buddha, as gold and majestic as he is, look at his hair. It's like an afro. Right. Look at it, look at the Buddha's hair. So when I when I speak about that, it's my guy, okay? You know, I, I just be trying to find common ground and how you know we can build. Uh, in our relationships, our personal relationships, our communities, you know, and that's where it starts, you know. And I think um, we, if we focus on what brings us together uh, more than what separates us, I think it'll be a, a, a greater force. Okay, that's enough Here's for the that. special Here's major announcement. That. 
Cheers back to, to that. Fuckery. Cheers to that. Come on. Back, back to the fuckery. <laughs> back to the fuckery. You want to talk about fuckery? Wait, wait. In that vein, though, I got to ask, because one thing that brings people together is food. So have you guys had any, like, of the girls you've dated that have been from different backgrounds introduce you to, like, some bomb-ass food? And what was it? I don't know about food. I think I do the introducing to more bomb-ass food than they do for me. Especially if you date in a city where you've been there for that, like, see, you've been living there 20 years. You probably know more restaurants than they do. Um, if I go outside of this country, then yeah, it's a little different. I t- tell them to take me, but I wouldn't say bombing. You guys have any bomb ass food stories that somebody blew your mind with food? I don't think anything like particular culturally, something that I've never been exposed to, you know, like, I feel like I'm pretty been exposed to a lot of cultures. So a lot of the women I've dated, like, like if they mention their food, you know, like I understand it, you know what I mean? Like, like. You know, she'll say, I've eaten, have you eaten mofongo before? I'm like, yeah, I've eaten that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see how you made it. Let me see how you made your chicharron. Let me, let me taste right, it. Right. You know what I mean? So. Generally, guys date younger women. So I wouldn't say restaurants more than, I would say girls have taken me to cool, some cool bar bars and places to drink and stuff like that more than, more than food. Lounges. Yeah, lounges. Yeah. Some, you know, because I don't go out all the time. So they were like, "Hey, let's meet at this bar. Or let's meet at this lounge." Like, and I get there, I'm like, "Yeah, that's pretty dope." Yeah, but like the, the thing, when you meet people's families, right, and then you have the grandmother make the dish, oh. it's like you can't get that at a restaurant, right? You know what I mean? Even yeah. if it's like mofongo, right? Mofongo is what a, a, a plantain is like crushed plantain, Mad right? Thing. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Everybody does make it a little differently. And, you know, when you go to a restaurant, wherever they make it really good, it's great, too. But when you get it, like, from somebody's house and, and you know, there's a tradition yeah. and things that's, that's that's attached to it and you get to experience that, you know, and, and with all the rum and whatever it is you're drinking and everybody, yeah. that's, that's an experience, you know, that, that you share and you learn you learn from. And then, you know, moving forward is like now you have this other a bit of information, this other experience that just made you grow as a person. You know what I mean? Now you know what mofongo is, or, yeah. or you know what jerk chicken is, or you know, uh, you know, you you know that collard greens could be made with turkey necks because you know I don't eat pork, right? So, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> it's home cooking. That's what it is. It's home cooking. Yeah, yeah. Home yeah. cooking is always better than restaurant cooking, especially if it's like a a recipe that's been passed down different generations. And, yeah, yeah, man. Like yeah. that, you can't fucking beat that. Yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah. I mean, I mean restaurant restaurant stuff, that's cool, but eh, you know, and you only get that with people. You know, you only get that with with uh, having relationships with people from different places. You know, like I'll, I'll bring my friends over, my mom will cook or something like that, mm. and it's like, wow, you know, mm. it's a whole different I've, thing. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Jade knows. You know, our mothers, mm. our grandparents. You know, they're our treasures. You know, and yeah. Know, what they bring and the knowledge and experiences they have, it's in their hands. So when right. they're making this food, they're just putting it in there. You know, it's just, it's just a part of it. And you, you there's, there's no measuring with, you know, you ever notice yeah. with like uh, generations, like older yeah. generations, like grandmothers oh, and moms, yeah. there's no, there's no measuring, measuring the fingertips. Yeah. That's that's what when, when you when, when people ask for recipes and stuff like that, I was like, uh, like a little oh, bit, a lot of it. <laughs> Like, nah, we just put a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and you taste it, and eh, put a little bit more, oh, and yeah. I, we're good. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. 
I, I will say this. So, like, speaking, like, you know, Puerto Rican background, the first time I dated a Puerto Rican girl, I was pretty young, and her her family had, like, a party, right? And they had a big old pig, and they had lechon there, right? So, like, my family's background is Hawaiian, so we call that Kalua pork. So we had that, you know, Filipino call it lechon also. So I was like, damn, I didn't know that. So, like, certain things like that, it's like, yeah, we can correlate. We understand, you know, like, the pork that they had over there and stuff like that, you know? So it was kind of cool to see that how two different completely cultures and countries have something very similar too. Right. And there's almost, almost every country and culture has a form of bacon or pork belly. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Yeah. Shaolin, check it out. You know, Philippines, you speak, you know, we were talking, uh, London was talking about the, uh, the, uh, the colonizers, right? You know, you think about the colonizers that went to, to the Philippines, right? Yeah. Which was Spain, the Spaniards. And then you think about Puerto Rico or any other Latin Spanish speaking country, it's the same colonizers, you know what I mean? So they're gonna yeah. bring that stuff. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know, look, history, history is history. We, there's nothing we can change about it. But where we are today, you know, we can appreciate that kind of thing. That's kind of crazy, you know, like, oh, I have that in my country too. You have yeah. that in your country. Oh wow, well, we know where it came from, but now there's a common ground with us. So it's like a cast 22 if it didn't happen, this one happened, right? Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> a blessing and a curse, damn colonizers. <laughs> you know, you know the funny thing, I you know, not too long ago I was trying to like get on dating apps and and usually girls girls post like photos of their face or whatever. And sometimes I like to ask them like, what's your body type? You know, I want to know. And I feel like the only ones that tell the truth are Asian women. Like, yeah. they'll say swim. Like, what do you mean? Like, like what, what's your body like? Because like, I can only see a photo of their face, you know, and I can't see the rest of them. Athletic, like, isn't no, that no, a no, 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 no. A body type, you could be a, a cone. You could be a ruler. A ruler or straight. You could be an hourglass. This is a body type. Oh, yeah, but, but okay, so, so, so you, usually some of the options are like slim, athletic, oh, yeah, that's curvy, a, yeah. um, af, you know, overweight, average, right? And I feel like the only ones that tell the truth are Asian women. Facts, what, I agree. Uh, other, other like black women, white women, Hispanic women, like curvy is a totally different concept to me when they say thick. Can you explain to me? Is this subjective or is there any objectivity to this classification of women? It's subjective though, because a thick girl in black culture would probably be fat in another culture. Some. So it's different. It's different. Like what I think each race has its own, like what's thick in one race is or what's curvy in one race and another race, you're like, no, you're thin. You're slim. You got poop, but you still like that you is know there a general guideline you know compared to a celebrity oh, i guess so. 24 36 but actually you can go you can go wrong with that too you remember friday when you're calling that girl he's like yeah i say i look like janet jackson but but listen but there's ways she did the thing with her hair. Yeah. Oh my god! Listen, people, people, yo, you gotta be careful with these uh, online pictures. Catfish. Right? 
people, yeah, it's it's insane what people can do to make themselves look a certain way. You know what I mean? But there are clues. <laughs> There's a lot that you can see just on the face, right? There's a lot. It's hard, you know, bro. Try to look at the neck over here. Try to look at the neck. If there's a lot of filters, always like every picture has a filter. Then you gotta okay, something's going on. Something's wrong with her. something's going on with her skin, where everything gotta be. You know, if it's every picture, you gotta you got it gotta raise an eye. And she don't show any body pictures. Right. And all the pictures are like angled real. You know, it's like see that's no. why you show the average pictures. Like the not great one, so that when they meet you, they're like, "Oh, you look better in person." Nah, you go you for the worst pictures. Go yep. for the worst pictures. Yeah, I found it. You look better. But <laughs> 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 you got, but you got a video chat before you even meet up. That's what I've always done. I've always yeah, Facetime. You know, yeah. I mean, we have technology. Use it. But I agree. I feel like filters are the new catfish. You know, like when you you can uh, never when you say anytime you be like, oh man, that girl look good. But you be like, all right, let's let's swipe a couple more pictures. Let's see what else she got. Now it's better just to ask for uh, their Instagram. You can kind of get a grasp, I guess, out of uh, range of photos. Yeah, twenty range, like a range, and then you meet them, and then it's still fucked up because of filters. <laughs> but you got to look at it in a group picture because that's when they don't have filters for group pictures. You know, oh, the I mean? worst is when you're on a dating app. And they post a group picture. And you oh, got to fucking figure out this fucking mystery game. You got to <laughs> swipe through the fucking pictures and try and figure out which one she was in the first photo. Dang, that's true. The dating right now is so fucked up. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very shallow. Very shallow. It's impossible. You know, it's impossible. Like, you got to date offline. I feel like yeah, dating uh, from Facebook is easier than dating on Tinder and, and Facebook. I don't need yeah, like, listen, ten, if you're Asian, you're on Tinder, yo, you're on the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, because as soon as they see your name Lee, they're like, I'll oh, swipe left. Right? Like, really? Like, they, we don't get discriminated. Be like me, wear sunglasses, you know? They won't tell no, but they they make, but they But they, you know how you could change your preference? So, like, for example, if you just don't like Asian people at all, you automatically get filtered off that list. You know what I mean? Or well, they're this, like six foot two and above. Yeah, like damn. Yeah. Well, I am. I'm there. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to be above five seven. <laughs> That's it. It's just pretty tall too. Uh, All right, with this piece right here, right now. Oh yeah, I'm, you're good. I'm like about six nine. six three. I'm about <laughs> six three right now with this on my head. It's always the short girls though that have those preferences. They'd be like five one, and they're like, "I only date six foot and taller." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck." Yeah, well, like, you gotta climb me to kiss me. Ain't nobody <laughs> want that unless you climb slowly. Then yeah, I can enjoy that. I got time for all of that. Too, <laughs> too much basketball housewives. Too much basketball housewives for these women. All right, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's they, time, they, for, they, time for another drink. There we go. Here we go. I don't know. I don't know where you guys are at, but I'm damn near halfway up. Jesus this Christ! All right, I've been drinking like there's no tomorrow. Oh, we gotta sink our next drink. Like we're all drinking at the same exact time because I feel like it's being. Need a countdown. Yeah, you guys have any funny interracial dating stories? I kind of have. It's funny, but it's morbid. I a first, a first, a first date story. Oh, a first date. Okay, tell us your story, London. I'm, I'm, I'm now. I'm curious. All right, I'll tell you my story. It's kind of morbid, but it's, it's funny because it's, it's, it's years past now. But 
So my last relationship, like I said, I was dating a Korean dude who ended up passing away. Uh, when it was time to go to the hospital, he was life support and stuff. When it was time to go to the hospital and say goodbye, I go to the hospital and I'm like asking the nurses like, hey, what room is Chris in?" right? And I guess it's so unusual for a black girl to be dating an Asian dude. They just pushed me in this room with this old black man. They're like, oh, he's in there. So I go in the room and I'm like, so I go back out and I'm like, no, no, I'm looking for like Chris Ha. Talk to another lady. They're like, oh yeah, are you his daughter? Yeah, he's in there. Like, did you guys decide to, you know, take him up? And I'm like, looking at this black dude, like who grandpa is this? I don't know who this dude is, right? I'm like, what the fuck? So then I go out with somebody else and they push me in the same fucking room to the point, this is the third time to the point where I was questioning myself because I never really seen anybody on life support. I'm questioning myself like, Oh shit, is this what happens when like people on life support can they like change race and shit? Like I'm sitting there like questioning myself because they kept trying to put me in this room with this black dude. And then finally somebody else, I'm like, yo, like Christopher Ha, like I'm looking for and I said the oh yeah. And then they like took me to the <laughs> right room. But like I just thought that was funny because I'm like, even in like this like shitty ass situation, like I just had to fucking laugh because I'm like, they look at me and they're like, oh, this black girl, because this black guy. And I'm like, Chris Ha. I'm asking for his name. Does Chris Ha a black guy? Two <laughs> fucking different people. I think he's putting me in this room to the point where I'm questioning myself. Like, oh shit. Like, fuck, you know? So I don't know. And so, you know, I, I told him the story when I got finally got to the right room. I just tell him the story. Like, it started cracking up. Like, said, I, just, I just want to appreciate this comment real quick. <laughs> Jay is gay, interracial, gay Jay. <laughs> Cheers to that. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. Salute. Uh, yeah, cheers. I'll drink to that. All together this time. Three, one, two, two one. Oh, God, I'm getting buzzed. Funny as hell. Funny as hell. Renee, Renee is a funny funny woman yeah, she has yeah. her voice i gotta bring her on someday because her voice she sounds like she's four years old i wanted i wanted uh lady v uh to Vivi to come on you know what i mean i don't know uh, i don't know she send her a link if she wants to come on everyone's yeah, welcome I, to come along. yeah I, I don't know you know you know how listen women it's not like just come on it doesn't work like right. that it's almost one o'clock in the morning here okay she probably had a long day she's home down and then she's gonna come on camp oh my god oh my god you know what i mean like I don't, I don't. okay next show we're gonna talk about food let's do food food is good food is good sunday night we're gonna talk about food we're gonna kill it you and me if you guys are planning to eat probably eat around that time uh, when our show goes on, so it's twelve, it's midnight Eastern, nine PM Pacific. Um, as far as interracial dating goes, any advice that you guys give? These are going to be our closing statements because we're approaching what about ten minutes left on our show. You know, uh, you know, we we thought an hour was going to be just right, but sometimes I think it feels like it's just so short, you know, because mm -hmm. we're just getting in the groove, you know, and it's like, oh, oh. But we always got we always got to save something for the next show. So, uh, Shao, we'll start with you. Uh, any advice about interracial dating or what your opinion is? Um, whatever you got. I feel uh, when you get into an interracial relationship, you do have to go in there open minded. 
Um, you want to be yourself, but at the same time, you don't want to, uh, like kind of like you walking on like eggshells, you know, with race. Like I feel like if it's one of those things that you just don't understand about the culture, or you don't know, ask and be genuine about it. I feel like that's a lot of things that I think that's just like a trait in general. A lot of people are not doing as much as these days. It's just being genuine with each other. But I think especially when it comes to race, to understand about someone's culture, because sometimes culture does play an impact on how how they are as well. You know, it's their upbringing, their ethics, and their morals and stuff like that. So I definitely think just being, you know, open-minded, genuine. And if you don't know, just ask. Don't be don't be a dumbass. Just, like, really ask. Thank you, Chef, for joining us. Yes, Peace sir. Brother. All right, guys. Peace out. Thank you. All right. Next is London. Uh, I agree with Shao. What he just said, you know, be yourself. I've had dudes ask me, like, oh, how do I approach a black girl? I'm like, you approach them the same way you would any other girl. You know, like, so just be yourself and... uh at the end of the day, it's like if you don't, you know, really know something and you're like kind of like whatever, if you ask honestly instead of like assuming, I think a lot of like communications that are like, you know, misunderstandings and stuff like that can be avoided. It's just like don't assume, just earnestly ask and uh, that's it. Thank you, Linda. Ciao. Ciao. I have some last words. Oh, well, hold your last words. You're going to get last word, okay? <laughs> I got some fucking last words. How about that? All right. Here, to another show. I'm Come good. back. I, I'm dating somebody in Colombia, and it's been going pretty well. Um, my last relationship was, was with a Caucasian woman. Um. I have not known any different than dating interracial because I never have an expectation of people I date. I just go in and if it feels good and if it there's chemistry and there's a vibe, then I just go for it. I don't feel like there is a, any obligation for me to date any type of person. How would I know? How would I know if I like a certain type of person if I didn't try? And I'm pretty happy right now, you know? And I, I just want people to know that they don't have to have expectations when they're dating. You should have more expectations for yourself. You'd be more comfortable doing anything you wanted in this lifetime. Wow. That's pretty profound. And I'm very happy because, uh, you know, I know, the, I, know the young, I know the young lady. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful lady. Beautiful person. And I'm always going to support you and what you do and you know what i'm waiting for but in reference i will say this to the black brown yellow red and white people just speaking about koreans hey v oh <laughs> hey. uh, you came on at like almost the wrong time because i'm gonna about, i'm about to say something really bad but I'm not, okay? What I'm saying is... Whatever, say it. Give give us some love, okay? You could do this. You could do this. In Korea, we do this, right? This is a heart. It's supposed to be a heart right here. I don't know if you see it, all right? But my heart is a little off. <laughs> give us some love and love each other. 
all right? Love is the highest elevation of understanding. And understanding is the ability to see things for what they are and not what they present themselves to be, okay? Love is the highest elevation of that. So, uh, V, real quick, you have a few minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> give, me a, give me a quick interracial something. Fast. Interracial. Damn. Okay. okay. I've, quickly, I've dated... I've dated anywhere from mostly black men, um, South Asian, a Sri Lankan. Um, but I don't mean, I don't know. What do you want? Like an experience with dating a specific race uh, or? Jamaica, Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica. Um, you know what? I was never, I was never in a serious relationship with a Jamaican. I just dated, but I never like met parents or anything. Um, so I, I've dated more actual Black American and, and then like South Asian. Hey, look, that's Asian enough. How about that? <laughs> you gotta, we gotta love the rain, 